to the whole world is uh, is looking at Atlanta this week because of the big NFL game. We're in Atlanta this week to concentrate on the Jewish communities of Atlanta and the Jewish South. And Mrs. Estelle Feldman is with us live via telephone from Israel. She is uh, Rabbi Emanuel Feldman's Rebetzin and certainly experienced some amazing years here in Atlanta, Georgia. Mrs. Feldman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you very much. It's nice to greet our Atlanta family and friends uh, by way of Yerushalayim, <laughs> and uh, we're happy to talk to you. It sounds very interesting. I appreciate that very much. We had an opportunity to speak to your wonderful son, the uh, spiritual leader of the congregation, Rabbi Elon Feldman, earlier in this show. Can you give us what you remember about the early days of Beth Jacob and the early days of this uh, ever-growing Atlanta Jewish community? Uh, yes, well, I can only tell you about the early days when we uh, came there in 1952. Uh, we were married in 1952 in November. My husband had started with Atlanta, uh, the previous uh, Rosh Hashanah, uh, and then brought me there when, when we were married. Uh, uh, we came down there. Now, what we had in Atlanta was a very, very small congregation at the time. There was t- uh, uh, several rather older, much older uh, members who had come, uh, uh, immigrated to America many years before from Europe, and had raised their young people in Atlanta who became professionals, doctors, lawyers, and uh, speedily went out to other congregations because uh, that wasn't modern enough, what what they had, and their parents weren't modern enough. So what we came to was a very sort of a almost desolate little group of older people, uh, nobody much younger, and uh, but they they had tried, uh, they were trying to sort of revive themselves, uh, had taken on a young rabbi, and then a young rebbeson uh, came with him. And so we had, we had work cut out for us. What we really wanted to do was just try to exist from day to day. I, I was brought up in, in the old Borough Park in the, of the 30s, which was before... Hasidim and before Hasidism and young Israel was the most from top of of the line and uh, when I, where I grew up and of course Atlanta was entirely strange. The South was segregated then, and that was a that was a factor that was very difficult for a person who grew up in uh, liberal New York at the time. Liberal New York was like medium middle, you know, not not crazy liberal. Right. And so this was very difficult to put up with also. So there were a lot of a whole lot of new things to put up with when we came. Um you were here as um you know, as the community grew in the sixties and seventies and eighties and nineties and I pointed out that I became familiar with the community during the tenure that uh, that you know your husband and yourself were here in the leadership of the community, it is remarkable what has happened since then, and not not in any way minimizing your efforts. It was incredible that uh, no, of course, but it, it it's just remarkable yeah. what what the what the city has become both numbers wise and in terms of spirit in 2019. Well, it was it was a growing. A city of, of the city itself was a little bit better than the rest of the segregated South. They always called themselves a city too busy to hate, and they had a better record as far as uh, the South was concerned. And it was a growing city, and of course, and our shoals sort of grew with it. Uh, uh, it was very, a very, very slow growth. Uh, there were uh, 
younger people started coming because it was a younger rabbi. And uh, it was what I call each one teach one. We had like one set of Shomer Shabbos, a, a couple that became Shomer Shabbos, and they were such a marvelous example to others, and they hosted others that they, uh, as I say, each one teach one. They just turned around and taught somebody else. Someone else came in and then turned around and brought someone else. This is a very slow growth, but our show did grow beautifully, Berkshire. Uh, a little, little bit by little, even though the other congregations around us had turned to conservatism uh, as we came, it was supposedly the wave of the future. So we were, we were sort of uh, pushing against a whole lot of factors, and nevertheless, the show just grew very slowly until Baruch Hashem, you know, very slowly we started a day school, then a high school, this all happened very, very gradually, nothing ever happens overnight. But Baruch Hashem, we are zocha to see what the community has become ever since. We are if Hashem wanted it to happen, that's what we figured out. <laughs> Hashem wanted that to happen, and that is what happened. Well, you are certainly the shlichim. Mrs. Estelle Feldman is with us, the Rebbe's in here for so many years. Uh, we pointed out earlier that uh, if you look at all these schools, the day schools, the kolel, the yeshivas, even other congregations that are here in town, it all emanated from this uh, in- incredible congregation here at Beth Jacob. And so you saw... You saw the growth not only in terms of the community size, but you saw the growth in institutions, how day schools and yeshivas and and, and so many different um, uh, organizations sprouted forth during your tenure here, all emanating from the work that that you and your husband had done uh, over all the years here at Beth Jacob. Well, as I say, it had a lot to do with the uh, uh, people that came to our shul and became Shomer Shabbos and influenced others. I mean, two people couldn't possibly do this themselves. Right. And uh, it, it was just the influence of the uh, young people that had influence on their friends and brought in other people and slowly uh, made an impression. And then, as I say, Hashem wanted it to happen. And as we started one school after another, very slowly, because there was a lot of resistance at first to even the first day school. Uh, nobody imagine. had ever heard of anything like that then. That was re- it was resistance, but but you know people slowly got used to these things and then uh, learned from each other. So uh, as I say, the community grew learning from each other, which was the biggest bracha of all. And we had lovely, lovely people. We had lovely southern people to begin with, <laughs> with their beautiful manners and the beautiful mannerisms. So we were very lucky to be found in a place like that. You know, you know, even though it was so far, it was so far from home and good old Borough Park. But uh, <laughs> we—it's been a while since uh, people have been speaking so fondly about Borough Park on these airwaves. If you saw it, oh to- yes, well, I grew up in the nice old Borough Park, and the you know, with my my family around me, my cousins. Before the hustle and, and bustle of, of sudden, today, all huh? of a sudden we're thrust into the deep south. It was quite a change, but I look back with nostalgia because Borough Park was really beautiful and wonderful and, and nurturing, even though it was half Italian and half Jewish. Right. It wasn't all Borough Park the way it is now. You know, but, we, uh, it was something to look back to and, and feel good about. We're pointing out this week, and one of the reasons we're here, frankly, is because Atlanta is not just a community in and of itself anymore. We look at it as a capital of the Jewish South. Do you remember uh, other communities uh, two, three, four, five hours from here, you know, uh, from a, in the radius of Atlanta, uh, growing at that time? Uh, some of them, uh, you know, uh, uh, really picking well, up... Well, 
Got but there already was a wonderful Jewish community in Memphis that right. was quite a few hours away, Memphis, Tennessee. They already had a very well-built, very well-founded Jewish community in Memphis. And there was a wonderful community in Savannah, which had also been a very old community from way back, uh, also an Orthodox community. Charleston had a community also, uh, but... Uh, they 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 were all old established communities that were still maintaining. Uh, they weren't growing the same way as Atlanta. I think the city of Atlanta and its growth had a lot to do with how our our congregation grew. Uh, but th- those are all very well founded communities that are, that are still there today. Yeah. Uh, but we did have in the vicinity. We did have you know within not exactly a stone's throw. Atlanta was pretty isolated where where it is. And it's had a major influence on a lot of communities and cities around the region, that's for sure. Uh, and it's well, Baruch Hashem, we're grateful that Hashem has allowed us to see it, and has, I always say, it has allowed us to come back to Atlanta and, and experience all our friends at our congregation every now and then. So we're very grateful to the Rabboni Shalom for all the blessings. I'm going to ask you a special favor, not only to send regards to your wonderful husband, but let him know that as a son of a rabbi, I appreciate so many of the stories that he has published about being a rabbi of a long-time congregation, so please send him our best. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that was in his uh, book, Tales Out of Shul. <laughs> that was uh, you know the story of our beginnings and the story of how the shul grew. And, uh, yeah, there are a lot of little stories, and a lot of stories you left out. <laughs> There's no question <laughs> about that. That he couldn't put in. As the son of a rabbi, you would appreciate that. You could say that again. <laughs> <laughs> he also changed a lot of identities, too, you know. Just, but anyway, that was that was an interesting experience as well. Thank you. Know, you. I certainly will. I will relay it to him. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for welcoming us to Atlanta all the way from Jerusalem. Oh, I'm so happy to be able to do that. It's an extra privilege. Much so enjoy and have Hatzlacha with everything that you do there. I'm, I know you've, you've accomplished a lot, and you are accomplishing a lot, so keep it up. Amen. Thank you so much. There she is, Rebetzin Esther Feldman, Rebetzin Estelle Feldman. Um, our, she and her husband, of course, are Emmanuel Feldman, such important uh, pillars of this community of Atlanta, Georgia.